Black creativity is unstoppable. The Studio Noise podcast takes you into the studio with Black artists and creatives making the art that moves the culture. You get to feel all the inspiration, technique, and passion behind the people making paintings, making sculptures, making prints, making noise. It's the Studio Noise podcast with your host, Jamal Barber. It's the noise. Yes, it's your boy, Jay Barber, coming to you live from Midtown ATL, new studio space for your boy. We're going to talk about it today and a few more things that got going on. A lot of life going on all around, a lot of life happening. Want to give a shout out to all the people that's been touched by Hurricane Ida, COVID variants, all that, just just plain old life stuff. You know what I'm saying? Eviction moratorium is up. It's, you know, a whole lot going on in the world, yo. So, you know, shout out to all the people trying to maintain and still make art out here. It can be a lot to keep things going. You know what I mean? And still be making art in the midst of like all the madness that's out there going on. So I'm glad you tune into the noise. I'm a little late with this episode, but I'm pushing through just because, uh, you know, certain circumstances that's been happening last week, along with my new job in art and all the other stuff. I was walking barefoot through my house, realized that my floors were starting to warp a little bit. It's like, what's going on right here? So turns out there's a pinhole leak in my refrigerator water line. That's right. My <laughs> a pinhole leak. I mean. If you would have seen this leak, I got so pissed, yo, because <laughs> it was such like this small spray of water just coming out. And so this leak had to be going for like weeks. I don't know how long it was because it, it had piled up, completely soaked all the baseboards, completely got under the floor, started warping my laminate floors, had leaked down into my basement and started collecting water. Uh, so this little tiny spray of water <laughs> messed me all that mess in my house so of course here comes dad right <laughs> I got nobody no time to complain got nobody to complain to i just had to you know brush up on my plumbing repair stuff <laughs> you know what i'm saying get my new tools get down there and fix it up so it took me about two weeks to get it to order parts to get it in you know fix it up all that good stuff air it out dry it start planning you know how we're gonna improve it you know what i'm saying renovate the space a little bit so uh, you know, all that takes a lot. I mean, you, I'm sure y'all know how it is. Like you spend like so much time juggling all these balls that we got in the air. I mean, it's family, it's, it's work, it's art. Um, and sometimes, you know, just stuff happens and just it gets all screwed up. You end up dropping all the balls and <laughs> it just, you know, you got to take a little time to recover. So that's why I missed the episode last week. I hope y'all didn't get too disappointed with what's going on but you knew i'm coming back to it as soon as i get a chance you know i don't want to this is part of my art practice i'm dedicated to it so i think that's one thing about this podcast is the consistency of it right 122 episodes interviews with artists special episodes is probably like closer to 150 so it's a lot of content out there trying to keep y'all inspired y'all i hope i'm part of y'all process and i hope you enjoy it you know i mean y'all ain't got <laughs> i mean y'all ain't got rid of me yet <laughs> right? I'm still here, yo. So why don't you go ahead to the website, check it out, studionoisepodcast.com. Buy an apron, buy a t-shirt, support the show, or join the Patreon, yo. Become a patron, Studio Noise patron. It'll help us out, and it's a one-man operation, you know. So, you know, if I can get any support from you, your generous, kind support, I definitely appreciate it, yo, to keep the show going. Uh, in return, I bring you this fantastic podcast and a few new extra episodes. We're going to talk about that in a little bit, too. 
And, you know, thank you for your generous support, Joe. I appreciate it. You know, we're making an archive right here, an archive of black contemporary art. Just a snapshot. All the curators, all the all the helpers, all the people making art, the whole nine. You're getting a whole overview from it right here from this podcast. Even part of it has been included in an exhibition at the Portland Museum for Mr. David Driscoll. Our David Driscoll episode. Make sure you go check that out. And I'll put more information up about that. You can see uh, the exhibition online and see the nice little feature studio noise and to the canon, yo. So that's what I'm talking about. That's what that's what we're trying to do right here. So if you like that, if you like that mission, if you vibe with it, then go ahead and rock with your boy. Join the Patreon. Share it with your friends. Listen to the episodes. Yo, it's good stuff, yo. Today, we're going to talk about a couple of things. I'm going to get some, you know, new, exciting updates about what's going on with the podcast and the show and me personally. First off, on a personal note, I have accepted the visiting, a visiting lecturer position at my alma mater, Georgia State. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's right. The professor <laughs> is back at it, yo. Teaching the youths, the youths, <laughs> teaching the youths. So this semester I'm teaching drawing one in life drawing and then I get back into some printmaking. But I'm really liking life drawing. So hopefully I get some more of those classes, too. And I'm just having a lot of fun with it. I don't know how much fun my students are. <laughs> students are having it, right? Because, I mean, I get everything. I got a lot of energy. I'm probably doing some stuff they're not used to. But, you know, I'm, I'm really enjoying. I'm really enjoying interacting with the students. And it's one thing. Coming out of grad school, I know that going through the MFA program, it really showed me how much I do love teaching, like the professional teaching. Maybe not all the paperwork and, you know, all the the admin stuff and all this other stuff you got to do, but just that interacting with students, you know, pouring yourself into them, you know, <laughs> in a completely respectable, uh, non-offensive way, but really like giving back to the students and trying to show them some things. And hopefully they can take it with them and become better artists. I mean, I like that feeling. I like uh, as I'm talking and explaining it, and then, oh, they get it. And now their next art piece is just that much better. Like, that's a great feeling. So I, I really find myself enjoying teaching. I'm not saying I'm falling in love with it, but I'm, I'm really enjoying it a lot. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm very excited to be in this position and take this position right here at Georgia State. They have some fantastic, wonderful students. And uh, check out one of my IG. Uh, I get permission. <laughs> I get permission from the students and then I'll start sharing some of their work because it really is developing in a, in a very fantastic rate. So it's good stuff going on, yo. And, you know, they got people out there that, you know, I've always heard the saying that those that can't do teach. And, you know, I we really got to stop saying that because it's because it's completely not true. Yo, there's something about teaching that you have to be a special type of person to do it right, to want to do it, to get complete fulfillment and joy from another person succeeding from you wanting more than anything. To help that person learn how to do etching or learn how to sight measure or learn how to fix their perspective issues or whatever that is, that in and of itself can be a reward a lot of times. And so I'm finding that and I'm, I'm really starting to understand what it is that makes teachers teach. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's been a great experience, yo. So I'm really getting used to it and I'm getting a sense of fulfillment for it from it that I definitely was not expecting. So, you know, that that's a great update. So I'm I'm really happy to be teaching this position, of course. Uh tune in to see more uh what got going on at Georgia State, hoping I can do something and make an impact on some of the youths out there 
<laughs> so they can make some better art. Yo, we'll always need more artists. Second update. Uh, this is one is a personal one, but it has a direct bearing on the podcast. I have a new studio space. I mentioned it before, but the new studio space right here in Midtown Atlanta. The Midtown Arts Alliance created a new residency program, the Heart of the Arts Residency Program, uh, where they teamed up with some of the local businesses around. And they are giving studio spaces to artists for one year, free, one year of studio space, free in prime real estate downtown Atlanta. Uh, it's really fantastic, yo. So I'm, I'm really happy that I was chosen to be a part of this. There were six people chosen for the first cohort of artists, including Jiggy Jazz. <laughs> That's right, yo. Jasmine Nicole Williams. She has a studio space not too far from here, actually. So that's super exciting. And she's still doing good. And we still love Jiggy Jazz. So it's always great to see her and talk to her and get an act with her and give me just give me another excuse just to be <laughs> just to be around her again. We love Jiggy Jazz, yo. And so I was paired with Data Bank, this great company, Data Bank. And I have a great space right here on West Peachtree at, at the Georgia Tech Coda campus. Um, I moved in now. Just now, I moved in over the weekend, brought in a lot of my stuff. I'm all set up. I'm starting to bring over materials and stuff. So hopefully I get to get the painting here relatively soon. And now I'm ready to make this the new base for Studio Noise. That's right. This podcast will have a live base of operations right here in, in downtown Atlanta. And I want to make it a space where people can come literally in the heart of the city, just like the program says. Come over to the studio, sit with me, and let's have some great art conversations, yo. Uh, you know, bring in a lot of different people. Uh, if you ever come by, if you ever want to come through and holler at your boy, you can expect that you will probably <laughs> be asked to get on the podcast and just give some thoughts because I think it's that community interaction. I think that's what I really want to happen. I think that's what me and Jiggy Jazz had um, when we were early in the podcast going to people's studios like actually being in their spaces with them so you know hopefully do some more of that but even just get them to stop by here uh just in person that kind of interaction that you can have if you're in town you come by you want to look at some of the new stuff i got going on i'm working on a new show with two new shows for next year more announcements on that later on but yeah i'm working on that kind of stuff so it's brand new work so hopefully this this space right here uh as part of data bank can be a part of that creative energy you know what I'm saying? Add to the Zeke guys of Atlanta. It's a lot going on. And I think, you know, if the studio can be a part of that, if I can just add just a little bit, my little bit to the to the air out here, I think that would be a great thing for us to happen. And how awesome would it be to just get like some group conversations going? I got a couple mics in the bag. <laughs> I got a podcast bag. I got a couple mics in there. Get a couple people in here. You know what I'm saying? Pour some wine. Sit back. It's art. It's wine. It's people. We're talking discussing some issues and getting some good topics um, and get, sharing ideas. I think that's what this podcast is about. I hope that's what you're learning, uh, that all these artists are out here um, making it happen. And if you can see it, then you can see yourself doing it. And if we can just discuss these issues, yo, in this community-based approach that we have, I think we can make something great happen. So hopefully, hopefully looking forward to making this a base of operations and that community uh, aspect to what we're doing so we're still gonna be bringing you well i <laughs> we i will still be bringing you you know the regular artist interviews like we always do getting to know all the people that's working right now in contemporary art but also gonna have some more stuff more conversations on the podcast 
Some of that stuff might end up being Patreon exclusive. So join the Patreon, support the show. You'll get a lot of extra content and become a part of like a larger community. So hopefully as we get going, as I start to bring people in, I've already got a few confirmations of some fantastic artists bringing you on the show. So I'm definitely keeping it going. And if we get them in the studio, you know, really make some magic happen. So I think it's going to be great. yo. So definitely, if you want to ever want to stop by, I'll let your boy, you want to be on the podcast, lend your thoughts to the mic. I'll let your boy, <laughs> we can make it happen. Yo, it's going to be awesome. Hey loves, this is Abby Salami and I'm a painter based in Dallas, Texas and you're listening to Studio Noise. Yeah! So one thing, let's have a little extended talk, yo, because this came up as uh, I got the studio space and started to move and move things around. Uh, You know, we all have our spaces, right? And I had my space, uh, usually it's at home. It was in my living room, like before when we had a townhouse. When I moved to another house that had a basement, I just moved into the basement. And, you know, I kind of operate a lot just in the doing, right? I just, I get some paper, I get some wood. I'm going to ink this up. I'm going to make some prints. Like, <laughs> like that's pretty much, that's pretty much my process. I know a lot of people out there, you just want to, you just want to paint. You just want to, like make your sculptures, you just want to like do your thing, right? Without thinking about it too much. So this, I think this is the first time moving here into this space. I actually like sat down and considered like, what do I need in a space? Like being here, like coming into this this blank, empty space, moving from my home. And, and it's a little bit of a performative aspect too, that you got to think about. Like if I'm going to be here downtown, people walking, I'm right here. Maybe you can hear the noise from the traffic. Uh, walking in the street, the the noise level is going to be different here. <laughs> I can already tell. I got to make sure that it works as we as we keep going. I want to still bring out this high quality stuff. Right. But, you know, a lot of noises, a lot of people walking by, you know, you kind of a, a lot of glass and windows and you kind of want to make your space seem inviting, like seem like somewhere like people walking past the street. Like, oh, what is this guy doing? Like artists like, you know, got my name on the door, Jamal Barber. Like, oh artists and residents what is this about like wonder what kind of stuff you do so you do want to put on a good presentation right and so what it what do you what do you consider to be essential to your practice that you want to set up like immediately i mean you know i'm, I'm an artist so i don't have a, like a ton of money i'm not you know <laughs> like charlie okate like making you know doing pretty good out in these streets i'm doing all right though but uh, you know how much do you want to invest to do it so i've i've bought a lot of stuff uh in setting up and kind of just looking at my basement and kind of wondering like how did I get all this stuff like all the tables and the uh buckets (laughs) and the shelves and like all the little stuff that has just become so normal in my practice at home like did I ever really think about it or did I just keep adding like one new thing every time I needed it and then I just suddenly look up and the basement is full of stuff you know what I mean so you set it up in this new space you don't want it to be full of stuff like not just not like the same way my basement is I don't want to transform my whole, my whole messy basement setup to here like that would 
I don't know if that's to be the best look. But what is essential to how you practice, to how you work? Like, of course, you got your substrates, right? Uh, I bought some. Well, since the studio space is like two blocks from the art store. Actually, if you ever see me, I'm walking down the street with a 60 by 72 canvas <laughs> on the air, two blocks down the street to get this canvas in here. So I got a, a couple big canvases. I'm going to do some painting, some mixed media stuff on it. Uh, ready. That is set up in here, ready to go. I went out and got me, made me another art table because I do like my art table. It's on wheels, on wood. It's six feet. What is it? Is it six, seven feet, seven feet by four feet? Like pretty, pretty big space on wheels. I can move around. Got my cart. Uh, went, went out to, where did I get this cart from? But anyway, went out, went out, got me a little cart. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm kind of recreating them again. That's, so that's a couple pieces that's the same from the studio. Brought a table over, like one of folding tables, uh, just to have more space, more things going on. I got a one rolling shelf, and I do want to have a little section so that when people do come over, uh, they have somewhere to sit. So that's one thing I still need to get. But just in general, and all the stuff that I've bought for this place, and it has a bathroom, so you don't, you know, you even got to count like the bathroom stuff, uh, tissue, you know, paper towels. <laughs> you know waters you know like waters in the refrigerator for people to, to drink when they come over like all the all the little stuff that you need to just put on this kind of show for people you know what i'm saying like I, I think that was interesting to me that i never really thought of it and even like looking at i did a lot of research thank you to everybody that replied to my my question on instagram at j barber studio that tell me about the stuff that they need in their space like they needed uh tables you know what I'm saying? Tables on wheels. Uh, they needed paint, shelving. Some people needed the flat files, like all this, all this little stuff that you have to reset. But all this stuff costs money. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, of course it costs money, but you don't realize like, yo, this stuff adds up. Like I spent I spent a little too much <laughs> trying to get all this stuff and try to reset it up. And then we then got the idea of how much of it is duplicating. Right. Because I because I still have my basement space or and if you are the type of artist that you work at home a little bit because it's just because it's more convenient, obviously, because you live there, sleep, and just get up, work in the middle of the night if you want to. Don't have to travel or go anywhere or do any any extra work to, to do what you want to do. But the idea of duplicating, do you want or do I want this space to be the exact same function as my basement does? And I'm wondering if it's room for this space to be more about a particular set of work that is made here. And then the basement has a particular set of work that's made there. And which one is be will be experimental, like which one is pushing the limits, which one is trying something new. Do you do it safely at home or do you do it here in a new public space that's much more performative? To draw people's attention into the door. Mm. It's something to think about, right? I never really had to, had to think about that. Because I, I honestly, I never would be able to afford this kind of space in this location. <laughs> just just for sure. I mean, this used to be a SunTrust bank here on the end. So commercially, I don't know how much this space would cost. Like right down here on West Peachtree. So it's something to think about. Like, how do you take advantage of the moment too? Like, what do you do? To make it more 
attractive for people to want to stop by? Like put your name out in the streets. Do you want big time collectors to stop by? I mean, a high museum, not too far from here. Do I want to draw the attention of people from the high? Get them to come down here and check me out. Does that is that my my path where I want to go? Right. Close to the airport. Like people down at the airport, do I want them to fly in? If you're in Atlanta, why don't you just pull up to your boy place? I'll meet you there, give you some drinks. We can sit and look at some art. You know, do you want to, you got definitely want to put your best foot forward. Um, but at what cost and how do you set it up? It's a very interesting question I never had to ask myself. But it's interesting. Then you got this whole thing about when people do come over, you want to have seating. <laughs> seating is expensive. I bought me a couple of those stools. No stools like they have it at art school. You know, the little the U-line like stools that you that you can get. Um, I bought the padded ones. My wife told me she demanded that. <laughs> my wife demanded that I get the padded ones because she come over here. She want to be comfortable. Uh, and that's for sure. I definitely want my wife and my kids to be able to come here, hang out with me. So I'm not just away from the house uh, in the dark by myself. Uh, but, you know, I definitely want to include them in this whole process. So definitely got to give me a little sofa. Like, how much do you spend on a sofa? You know what I mean? Like, do you go off to, to Facebook online, the online store, get you a little sofa? You know what I'm saying? Get you a cheap little futon? Like, what do you what do you do? How much is a good amount to spend? Because, I mean, you adding all this stuff up. I mean, everything, new easel, canvases, um, roller, a table, another table, building a table, shelves. Like, yo, you you talking like, a thousand dollars then you're adding a sofa you might be that's another what three hundred dollars i mean jesus this is this thing is adding up so you but you got to make it worth it somehow so somehow you want to bring in your visitors right and that's what the seating is for that's what the whole setup is for that's what you're trying to do so it's a, it's a little bit of performative thing like yes i want to be in here working and as a working artist have what i need but I also want to make it inviting for people. Like, what does that mean for people to be invited? You know, I never had that many studio visits because my studio's at home. One, I'm not inviting everybody out to my house. And two, I'm outside the city limits and people in Atlanta swear to God that it's so far away. (laughs) This is not that far away, but you can't tell people in Atlanta that. And so, you know, I never really had to think about visitors and anybody that ever came to my house. I thought more as family that came by to help me. And, you know, I appreciated that aspect of it. So but this is going to be a little different. Just learning how to deal with that. You know what I mean? And ambiance. You know, you got to got a speaker. I thought about bringing a TV in here because, you know, in my basement, I do have TV um, TV and hooked up to the cable and all that good stuff, watching football games and stuff in the studio, just in general, streaming Netflix, having a good old time. Uh, I don't think I want that to be the vibe of this space. I do want it to be more of a working space, whatever that means, right? That I'm here making stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm here doing things that are interesting and you can come and hang out with me if you feel like it play my music you know what i'm saying you might come in you might hear a little leon bridges a little parliament funkadelic you know what i'm saying you might hear some az the new az that just came out like you might hear a lot of that different stuff is that is that the ambiance that's the vibe that's what i'm marketing myself as because this is i guess this is marketing a big part of it is 
And I guess that's the the work of an artist. And that's the part that I never really did. And, you know, I don't know if it's just me. I'm just that type of artist where I, I'm not sure I attract that kind of attention. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. Like, you know, some people are successful. They do their thing. Uh, people want to be around them, want to see them. Fahamu comes to mind a lot because he's always getting like visitors and stuff like that. I see people doing, you know, advertising studio visits uh, all the time, showing up at people places. Uh, I don't think I've ever been really invited places because of my artwork yet. Right. Yet. <laughs> Gotta put that in there. Uh, so it's an interesting place to be at. It's an interesting starting point. And if you are listening, you have any tips, anything you want to say, any way that you want to continue this conversation, why don't you just holler at your boy? Come through studionoisepodcast.com. Uh, shoot me an email, studionoisepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can always catch your boy on IG at jbarberstudio, ready to work, ready to do my thing. So I appreciate y'all for listening, yo. This has been a special little episode. I definitely wanted to, to get on, not leave y'all hanging, let y'all know I'm not going to leave you hanging. <laughs> I'm back at it. Like I said, we got some some good confirmations for some good artists. So I'm always going to bring you the, all the artists that you want to hear from and that you need to hear from right here on Studio Noise, yo. It's going to be an exciting time this next year right down here in this studio space. I'm going to make the most of it. As always, just take your opportunity, make the most of it, and keep it going. And to all my artists out there, that's what I'm going to tell you. Make the most of your opportunities, right? You get a chance to do something, do it big. Do it bigger than you ever thought you could do it before. <laughs> you know, if you get a chance to have that one studio space, get that studio space, you'll make it happen. And that's how we're going to do it. It's the noise. It's your boy Jay Barber. I'm going to see y'all next week. We back with more episodes. I promise you. <laughs> Coming soon. It's your boy Jay Barber. Mahalo at you. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Studio Noise Podcast. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Please take a second to rate us and write a review to make sure everybody knows about the noise. Follow us on Instagram at Studio Noise Podcast.